Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Artificial intelligence in his brain. It's 
got an implant. <laughs> okay, hey, before we get going, I want to thank I want to thank my sponsors, Martin Snyder, a PC recruiter. That's the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software. That's what he himself likes to call it. I didn't make it up, okay? Also, Pran, knit with an H at the end of Hire Tool. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L, the super-duper sourcing tool. I used to call it the hot new sourcing tool. It's not so new anymore. Now it's the super-duper sourcing tool. I also want to send out some good wishes to Kathy Manis, who's in a medically-induced coma in California. She's a big fan of the show. She, and I'll just say again, she told, always told me, she insisted, I put that I'm a participant, a regular, on the Recruiting Animals show on my resume, and whenever I went out to an interview, it was a good conversation starter. So I'm going to advise everybody to do that, okay? Finally, Jim Durbin. I don't know if he's here. Give him a brief one, sourcingworklab.com. He's got a live recruiting class every Monday afternoon. Go check it out, okay? Jerry, are you trying to say something? You're making no. noise. You're making noise. Was I, was you I? were making noise when I was doing my intro. You've, you've sold out so much now. It's 20 minutes before we even get into anything. I'm just trying to time it just that's right. I'm you trying were to talking about what? That's because you were talking about stuff, not me. Okay, oh. and, and you interrupt me. You make noise in the background. I don't like Didn't it. Mean to. Okay. Okay. Is our guest here, Jody? Jody Garrison. Are you here, Jody? I am. Yes, I am, Michael. Here Good. I am. Okay. Yeah, it's called Recruiting Animals Show. Get that through your head, okay? You're supposed to be mindful. This girl markets herself as the mindful recruiter. Okay. Uh, uh, You're on the Recruiting Animals Show. Did you learn animal nothing from your monologue? Did you learn nothing? What is not my fault yeah, that what I right. just said? Do you want me he, to only he, tell No, he animals? just called you a girl. He called you a girl. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Come Jerry, on. you know what? I, I like the song. I picked a special song that I really liked. I heard it this week. Thanks, but Jerry. You know, we're out of time. No time for singing. Okay. okay good. So, anyway, oh, oh, and like... It was I Died in Your Arms Tonight. Didn't you like that song? Hey, Jerry, did you notice anything going on strange in recruiting because of the eclipse this week? Um, <laughs> no. No. Okay. No. Okay. Did you? I just died in your arms tonight. It must have been something you said. That's a good song for a recruiter. <laughs> okay, we got a real guru today. She practices yoga and mindfulness meditation. Her name is Jody Garrison, and she's got a terrible Twitter name. I'll just tell her right off the bat, J-O-D-E-S-G-G. That's terrible. Uh, does anybody agree with me? It's probably what? It's better than it used to be. What should it be? What should I change it to? Let's just crowdsource that right now. Open to well, I don't know. We can't do it right Here's now. Here's the deal, Jody. It doesn't matter. Nobody's on Twitter. Twitter blows. Okay, and, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. why don't you talk about a forum username? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I was going to tell everybody about a fantastic experience I had when I went to a yoga class. But, you know, we've blown the time. Jerry says there's no more time. Maybe later on in the show, okay? I'm yeah. sure you all want to hear about it. Okay. Okay, uh, Jody, you're a tech recruiter, uh, and do you consider yourself a, a visionary? We already said you're a guru. Are you a visionary? <laughs> I'm not a guru. That's why I call myself on LinkedIn the recruiting yogini, which is really okay, so you, 
part yeah. of my sense of humor. It was in response to when everyone became mm-hmm. a guru on LinkedIn, and I just thought uh, that was funny. So that's how okay. the recruiting Yogini Okay, just let me get to the point. Let horror. me get to the point. Are there any visionaries Please. in recruiting? Do you know any? Do you know of any visionaries? It's in my new survey. Do you know of any visionaries in recruiting? I think people no. can okay. call themselves visionaries and back that up. Do you know, I mean, any, I've learned do you know from a people. specific visionary? Do you know a visionary, <laughs> yes or no? I'm ready to move on. Okay. okay. None come to mind okay. as the penultimate visionaries. That's not to say that okay, I don't no learn visionaries. from people regularly. Yeah, okay, I didn't ask that question. I'm asked looking for yes or no. If you've got a hiring manager who consistently lowballs candidates, what are you going to do? I don't really have that problem. Uh, but what I, what I occasionally run into is hiring managers who are a little overly concerned about their internal equity. And so I just work with them to understand math, and since I work with a lot of engineers and bright people, it doesn't take them long to understand that if we consistently hire into their internal range without paying attention to our recommended recruiting ranges, then when they go to do their annual reviews, they are doing a disservice to their entire team because nobody's moving their team along and helping everyone move up. Yeah, I don't understand. Jerry, did you understand? Jerry, Jerry, no. Jerry, do you understand what internal equity? That doesn't make sense. What's so internal equity? Uh, like yeah, a little bit. A little is bit. under 100 grand on your team, so you don't want to hire anybody over 100 grand, but the market is kind of moving up along. So mm-hmm. if you hire somebody in at 105, 110, whatever, then your average team is going to go up. So then when you go to look at your average salaries, your people that have been with you for years, they need to come up to your average. So if you never break your internal equity, you're doing a disservice to your team. Does that make sense? No, I don't understand. I'm moving on. Okay. Kind of. uh, okay. Let me see. Yeah, right. Would you hire James Daymore? I don't know that name off the top of my head. Like he's the guy at Google. He's the guy who wrote the Wake Up. Are you, you're supposed to be mindful. Oh, uh, Maybe you're not materialistic. You're in. He's the guy at Google who wrote the memo and he got fired. I I don't know what his skill sets are, but you know, pro- okay, probably yeah, yeah. Excellent yeah. answer. Much okay. of a fire okay. brand. Excellent answer. I don't know. Loved okay. it. She would. Answer. She would. Yes. So so Jody would no, look at this guy based resume? on his what, skill set and that. Is he an electrical met. engineer? Does he have a master's degree? Yeah. Okay, you don't, yeah, you don't, you don't know. Hold on a minute. That is a refreshing answer, Animal. We're, we're all supposed to hate that guy. Don't, don't you know that, Jody? We all hate yeah, him. Yeah, I know. I know. And for you to even consider his qualifications is possibly absurd. at the company that I work. Hmm. Yeah, okay. What's your top We five, do have to uh, collaborate uh, well, which it indicates maybe he has some collaboration issues. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's a delicate He got fired for his political views, not for his technical skill or anything like that. Okay, he, he, he became well, an embarrassment to the company. That, I, I don't know the whole of it. I haven't been following the story, obviously. Yeah, so we shouldn't be talking about no. it. You don't know about it. Let's leave it, okay? Let me drop it. Okay. Next question. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> top your what are your top five <laughs> extensions? Oh, do you ask all guests this question? I um my top five extensions. Well, I do use Hire Tool, and I'm kind of off extensions. Like I used to use some HubSpot stuff, um, but I've sort of just gravitated towards Hire Tool. I try and keep up with social media using Buffer, which I don't even think counts as an extension. Um, I have this Bool, Boolean search tool extension, but I honestly don't use it that much, but it's somewhat helpful. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you I'm not a super extension person. One of yeah, the you got, extensions that I You're love to plug, person. though, I will plug this one extension if you give me the opportunity to. It's the Bell of Mindfulness. And it plugs okay. into Chrome, and you can set it for any time, and it will make a beautiful bell tone. I do have it turned off right now because I don't want it to make any noise during this call, but you can set it mm -hmm. to just help you stay mindful while you're doing your recruiter gig. Yeah. Bell of mindfulness. I've got an egg timer extension. Yeah, I have an egg timer. Uh, any, anyway, uh, graduation <laughs> date. What if the hiring manager asked, insisted that you get the graduation date? You get a resume. There's only 10 years on it. The person was already a manager or supervisor uh, at the 10, year, 10, 10 years ago. There's no date on the graduation from the university. The manager says, when did this person graduate? What are you going to do? They, my managers wouldn't ask that. They might ask the GPA, and I, I tend to ask candidates, even if they've graduated 10 years ago, what was your GPA? Um, but graduation uh -huh. date, that's, that's irrelevant. I mean, look at their work history. Okay. You know? Okay. Uh, I would well, counsel yeah, that manager. Well, no, the work history... <laughs> The work history doesn't go back more than 10 years, and you know they've been working more than 10 years because the, the first entry on the resume is already a supervisor, okay? Well, so it's what have you that. done for us lately. It doesn't necessarily – it's not necessarily relevant to go all the way back. Okay, good. Good answer. That was a good answer. Okay. Now, Mike Wolf, would you ever do a Skype interview? Yeah. Yeah, we do those. Yeah. Okay. I don't you do them think about that. a ton myself, but I do sometimes, okay. very occasionally. But our okay. the the technical but, teams, the uh, hiring teams do. In terms of my recruiter screen, yeah. I mean, ninety-five yeah. percent of the time they're on the phone. Uh huh. Okay. But if Why I'm doing that? like a behavioral follow-up, sometimes that'll be on Skype. Uh huh. Why Why do you prefer the phone over video? For my 20-minute recruiter phone screen initially, it's, maybe it's more of a habit than a best practice, but I find not having the visual is actually better to avoid my own unconscious biases, just stay focused on, you know, drawing them out, listening. There's so much input that I think that first contact, the phone is actually better um, because we all bring our unconscious bias to the process. And if we can okay. cut out some okay. of that by just having uh -huh. the, the visual eliminated, I think we're giving a better shot, you know, really truly okay. hearing that person and moving them forward or rejecting them if that's the case. But, all great answers so far, right. Animal. Hopefully you'll keep the flow okay, of this thanks. show going and not ruin it by arguing and not letting her answer fully. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. 
I thought I've been doing that already, Jerry. Mm-hmm. I just want to remind everybody, my sponsors. I can see it's a struggle for but Hold on. Yeah, I want to remind everybody, PC Recruiter and Hire Tool. They're my sponsors. But, Jerry, maybe you've got a question for Jody SGG. No, no, I'm enjoying her answers. Okay. Uh, Can can I listen? Yeah, you can. Uh, Mike Walford Walford told us that the best time to call people is between 8 and 10 in the morning. Do you agree? Not necessarily. Not with my population. I mean, some of them are early risers, but some of them aren't. I text people first. I mean, email definitely, but texting is kind of my entree to them, and then I'll get into uh-huh. phone calling. Because people just – okay. So, everybody's schedule is so different. So, uh-huh. But I don't understand something then. If you text them, that means you've got their resume already. Am I right about that? Yes. Yeah, and that's that's something that I'm, like, really privileged and um, somewhat maybe lazy about. But um, there's there's such a great pipeline already that I enjoy um, typically. But in terms of if I'm sourcing and working that way, I mean, I still send a lot of LinkedIn and then, you know, get their contact info that way. Um, we also use Stack Overflow, so engage with candidates that way, like a paid version of Stack Overflow. Um, and, you know, a lot of times they've applied at some point, like maybe when they were graduates, and people keep their same cell phone numbers, which is phenomenal and wonderful. Um, so that, you know, if, if they have a really sparse LinkedIn profile, but they are on it, um, Okay, so let me clarify something, or maybe I should just move on. I was going to say, if you don't have the resume, how do you get in touch with them? So you said you use, you'll go through InMail or something like that on LinkedIn. You never make a cold call, right? No cold calls for you. Is that what you're telling me? I've got to admit it. It's it's extremely rare now. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Okay, okay, okay. How much time will you give someone to make an offer, um, to accept an offer. You make the offer today at 10 o'clock. How much time do they have to accept? It's more of a process, really. Like, if they're a top candidate, we're going to negotiate some hopefully acceptable verbal alignment around what we would do if we move to offer. So we're both going to be on the same page as we're cruising into the formal offer process. And once I hand off the offer process to my colleagues on our people services team, I'm really pretty darn confident that that candidate's going to accept the paperwork. And the paperwork is live for five days. But it's already a done deal in my mind. And that negotiation process, I mean, it's somewhat different with every candidate, every team, but it's, you know, I mean, you know a lot going in, and you've already talked through a lot of the red flags, if there are any, because otherwise the candidate wouldn't be there. We wouldn't have brought them on site if there was, you know, big red flags. And then, you know, we've, we've come quite a distance with them. So hopefully there's just some small hoops to jump through, and 
you know, so we're talking through things over, you know, a couple, three days or so and ironing it out. Yeah. People are yeah, clicking yeah, the approval yeah. buttons. You're extending. And, you know what? I've got to tell you something. I, I want you to be mindful. I want you to be mindful of something, Yogini, okay? Don't extend the answer five times longer than it has to be. I've been that was a good, no, no, no. That was a great answer. Great answer. What do you mean five times <laughs> Thank longer? Thank you for the feedback, animal. Exactly. You look for just absolutes, animal, and there there really aren't any. And she took a little while to explain. I've, and even at the very end, she said, yep. "Hopefully, we're ironing things out. If there's little small things over, you know, two or three days. I mean, there was still she no. was still clarifying it the whole time. You know, finally, yeah, you've got somebody on here that gets it, that doesn't fall for your yeah. shtick canned questions." What's you next? What? How many placements from Twitter all... this year? How long are you going to talk, Jerry? Okay. I'm done. I, 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 she could have already she could have already been through explaining. She could have been explained have explained the pre-close process already. Okay, that's the thing. You got to be mindful. I answered the question already. I don't have to say the same thing three or four times. I can move on to a related question. Now, mm. hold on a second, Jody. You mm. think about. I got a feeling that I'm missing the key questions that you're excited about. You come up with some good answers or topics you want to talk about. Well, I do my first ad. Okay, Jerry. You be quiet, okay. okay? Hey, everybody. This is your first ad now? Hey, everybody. Yeah, this the is first, your third, first real ad. Third, third <laughs> sequence. There you go. There you go. Just be quiet for a minute, and I can okay. get back to the show, okay? No problem. Hey, everybody. You know there's been a lot of talk in the news lately about diversity. So I want to tell you something. My sponsor, PC Recruiter. PC Recruiter is the most diverse and inclusive recruiting software around. And you know why? Because at PC Recruiter, size doesn't matter. Big or small, we fit them all. That's what they say. At PC Recruiter, they make software that can be used by big recruiting teams or small recruiting teams. That's right, friends. No one is excluded at PC Recruiter. You might be a solo recruiter who only uses a few of the features, or you might be a giant company that uses everything and more than everything. Either way, you know what? PC Recruiter loves you. If you're a recruiter, they love you, and they want to take care of you, and they want to cuddle you, okay? Because, I'll say it one more time, at PC Recruiter, size doesn't matter. Everybody gets good service, big or small. They fit them all. So go check them out, please, at PCRecruiter.net. PCRecruiter.net. Tell them Animal, Animal can sent I... you. Can can I just throw in a thought here? Can I just throw in a thought for you on that ad? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You may have, and this, look, I'm just saying, I'm just offering this, I'm sharing. You may have to temper that with they will not let just anybody use their software. Based on your, your recruiting group just yesterday had a huge thing about, you know, political views and all that. I mean, don't. Don't customers of these vendors of yours have to disavow certain things? I mean, are I don't want to get crazy? too heavy with you, but are you crazy? Are you? I'm crazy? just wondering. Are you trying to lose? No, they're okay. exclusive. Okay.
Okay. Well, I'm just saying that that word is no longer, you can't use that word anymore. I'm just telling you. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. No, you can. All right. Sorry. Hey, everybody. I was just looking out for you, so don't don't be all pissed. No, you're looking out out for me. I should have. Yeah. Thank God my mother didn't look out for me like that. Hey, uh, Jody, did you come up with something you want to talk about? I was thinking about talking about SourceCon and how you would determine the ROI what do you want of SourceCon. Uh, maybe I'm I was not so, interested. I, you know, what it's do you not like you would ask me questions. I was like, why don't we talk to each other about various things in our industry? Are you all going to SourceCon? Are people excited about it? It's in Austin. You all going to come no, no, see me? No, no, that's not the recruiting animal. Have you ever listened to the show before? That's not why yes, we come here. Go on those other <laughs> why? shows. Go on the other shows, Okay. What other shows? What other shows? There's a lot of other shows. Another question I was thinking about is, you're like, what do you think of, what do you think candidates, I mean, not candidates, what do you think beginning recruiters need to know their first year to be exemplary recruiters? Well, you tell tell me. I'm not here to answer the question. You tell me. You tell me. Yeah. You tell me. I've been thinking about it. I've been thinking about it. I think. Hiring managers really want a strong pipeline, so lead gen skills, so people should come to SourceCon in Austin. And um, I think I think Are you on the committee? people really need to have strong communication skills with their hiring managers, keep them up to date in really easy, quick ways. I think people need to understand Hiring managers. Okay, hold on. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. Let me stop you. Okay, listen. You, yeah, you got to take some instruction from me. Okay, when I say stop, you stop. Okay, so I can guide you through the show. Now you just said you have to find quick ways to tell your hiring manager uh, what's going on. Can you give us a concrete example and maybe even a story from your real life? Okay. Sure. So I. I think all recruiters do this already, but in their email they have signature files, and so you have different ones for different things that you do often. So I have like a zillion, not a zillion, that's actually not a number, but um, I have many signature files in my Outlook email. I'm a I loser. Use. I only have one. Really? How do you live? Um, but other people do it with other tools, like there's um, Hotkey, Auto Hotkey. Like you could, you, instead of having signature files, you can use like an auto hotkey combination. Um, Animal, how many do you have? Signatures, I, I just write my name in. <laughs> so you don't like <laughs> autofill the email with a response? Or th- there's, there's other tools. Like you don't have to have signature files, but you can, you can make your computer. You know like, what? I'm totally lost. You know, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's just move on. Okay. okay? So as a recruiter, <laughs> sometimes when you're talking, you're going through the process, either with a candidate or a hiring manager <laughs> or a client, you're going to be doing somewhat of a similar thing, right? Now, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, yes. Are we all on the same page no, there? Sometimes I want to move on. I want to move on. It's practical and similar. If you create a template, you're going to save yourself time. Does this make any sense to anyone? Yes. Okay. So using signature Michael files in your Outlook is Talk one way to, to do that, or you can use a tool that, through keystrokes, creates a bunch of text. So you can use 
um, like say a dozen or even a hundred for whatever you want to say instead of having to type it out all the time. Right. But, hey, and animal. It and you can tweak thanks it for the phone call yesterday, but we've but you can researched do like a your background quick... and you're out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Thanks, but we saw like where that. you or were you last say, hey, weekend. Manager, we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, animal. Wake up, dude. You, know, you don't even know what email is. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's embarrassing. An email well, when you put, that's like very basic, though, right? I mean, it's just simple. But Yeah, when you put this uh, recording out for the general population, delete the part where you say yeah. you don't even know what we're talking about. Because that <laughs> okay. – am I right, Jim? Okay. I mean, Joey – It's so should, basic should that he just didn't even think about it, I guess. There you go. Okay. You know what? Uh, she sends out, obviously, a lot of uh, – you know, temp, uh, emails that work with a template, and so they just have to, you know, do a mail merge or something like that or just type in the person's name, and everything else is just the same old stuff over and over again. I'm more personal. Sorry, everybody. I'm a relationship guy. No, it's, but and templates allow you, you to be more personal. Exactly. You're you're not having to compose the entire thing all the time you're taking different pieces, but I'm using them in the context of updating your hiring managers. I think we're all used to very canned responses to candidates, but we need, we need to turn that around and start sending canned responses to our hiring You know what? I'm finished no, talking I'm about saying. that. But we need I'm to use the idea about that. keep up to date. I'm finished managers. talking about that. Remember what I said. Follow okay, me. But I'm, okay? on, I'm championing more conversations and more updates to hiring managers. We're so much yeah. on the candidate you know, experience, not enough on our client experience. Is that experience. guy on your Facebook page, that tough-looking guy with the beard, is that your husband? Oh, let's talk about Ken Kirby, my fiancé. Okay, yes, but I my point him. is, I'm you so push him around him. like you're, you're, trying to, you're, you're trying to push me around, and I don't like it, okay? You have to follow <laughs> me. I'm in charge on this show, okay? That, now, that was sexy. All right, point taken. That was Point taken, animal. I will no, um, aim sexist. to be more subservient since I know that gender exactly. politics. Right. See, Jody's got it. Yep. She she saw right through that sexism. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ken and I have been question. in love for 81 days as of today. Okay. Look. Uh, first of all, I don't like your phone. It's irritating me the whole show. Secondly, do you use an online calendar to schedule your calls? I can't believe it, but this is a very controversial issue on my uh, Facebook group. They, people are arguing really? about uh, it. My they, candidates you know, love it. And my, the, more, the more senior my candidates are, the more I get positive feedback. Like, they love uh-huh. it. I get such positive feedback from Schedule 1. I love yeah, that. You know, product. you told us Schedule positive. Once, you told us positive feedback. You told us positive feedback once. Don't say it five times, okay? I think I'm going to lose this battle. That's just the way you talk. <laughs> but that takes I'm up extra interested. time on the show. What you what you could have told us is what kind of which calendar you use. Calendly. I already uh, said that. Schedule, Schedule once. Schedule once. once. I, Schedule I didn't once. hear you. Okay. Okay. Does anybody, uh, there's a lot of people on the call. Does anybody have a question for Jody? Anybody? Michael G. Cox? Hey, you know, Michael G. Cox was a guest. He won't be a guest on this show, but he was a guest on the social media <laughs> show. i got to tell you, they think he's, she said he's a god. Today she he said is. he's a god. Okay. Why won't he be a guest? Oh, you just 
chew him up well, like everybody least, else. Yeah, I, don't need him, I'm surprised. I don't need him to be a guest. They, they let me yeah. speak. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Do you have a question for Jody? Uh, you seem to be on her wavelength, Michael G. Cox. Do you have a question for Jody? No, no, uh, no, no questions. How, well, okay, how many of those uh, customized signatures do you have, Jody? I'm up to 16 right now. My goodness. Oh, um, I think I have probably 30. Dang. Animal, you do know what we're talking we about now, don't you? Animal. I'm surprised they've got so many. Okay, I got a question. Here's what I don't want to say. Somebody we all know said this, okay, in writing, so I can prove it. He said, very few placements ever occur once something on the calendar gets rescheduled. Jody, is that true or false? Once something is rescheduled, if a candidate says, I have to reschedule, that is pretty well it. Do you agree? I think but even if that's true, how is that going to change there, your – In terms of if a candidate is deprioritizing your process mm-hmm. and you can't flex to accommodate that, that, that is definitely an amber alert situation. But I think it's a little bit too general. An amber alert? Yeah. <laughs> like in terms of red, amber, green, like a rag rating. That's, that's when a child is stolen. <laughs> I don't like think that. Fuchsia. That's, that's fuchsia no, over no. here. Let's call it like a yellow alert. <laughs> not a silver amber alert. Not like that, but like okay, red let's amber alert. Here's, here's, here's the thing. Let, let's clarify what that, what that obviously smart guy said. He probably said yeah. once, once a candidate is scheduled for an interview, if at some point down the road, a day or two before the interview, that candidate wants to reschedule or misses it for some reason and says, oh, space it out, how about next Tuesday? Once that's happening, your chances of that turning into a hire go down to almost zero. For whatever statistical, scientific reason, evidence shows the person that said that, that the chance of a hire there is damn near zero. So, and I do have that same experience. If a candidate is scheduled to come in on yeah. site, if they're at that point in the process mm-hmm. and – I mean, for us, that's a huge undertaking. Generally, there are at least, you know, five people going to sit down with that person for an hour, maybe more, take them to lunch. I mean, we may have flown her in or whatever the situation is. And so there's a lot of moving pieces. And if somebody is backing out, yep, it's a, it's a pretty big, you know, move. move I'm surprised it even needs uh... – needs any affirmation at all. I mean, certainly anybody in our business knows that that's a fact. Okay, hold on. Don't they, Animal? You know, no, because she created a straw man, okay? No, she didn't. Oh, oh, let me see. Your customers, when they're scheduled for an interview to a customer, nobody at the customer is expecting them. No schedules have been aligned to make sure that they can see the person. Your candidates just go over there and knock on the door and say, hey, Who's got a few minutes to talk about something? Yeah. I understand in your world uh, yeah. that, that calendars are yeah. not important. Yeah. Yeah. How about this? Instead of instead of scheduling five people and a big lunch and uh, a, a flight and hotel room, how about it's just a phone call and they reschedule the phone call? Jody, is okay, that the so end of the road? The is that the kiss like, of death? If it's earlier in the process, like if I'm working with a candidate to schedule our intake or if it's a on 
not an on-site, but a technical phone interview with the hiring team, and we have to reschedule, that may be less of a concern. So that's where I'm like, take it with a grain of salt. It depends on where the candidate is in the process, how big of a deal it is. Start, but, start you know, tracking yeah. that, okay. Jody. Start tracking yeah, the number of times you reschedule. Not, I'm talking about the ones beyond you. And for, yeah, for the record, yeah, animal was referring to the guy that said that is me. I say that all yeah, the time. I remember that discussion. I think it's a really good point. Pay attention to, to it, and you will see. It'll never turn into a hire. Maybe one out of 500. So I just, from, from the time I recognized that, I've told everybody that calls to reschedule, it's not going to happen. Not going to do it. Either you want to you sure. want to make this appointment or you or you don't, and they're like, yeah, this just isn't the right thing for me. I mean, Jerry, yes. Did, yes. did you did you clarify that it what it's beyond you? If they reschedule yes. a phone conversation, everybody knows if that. If they reschedule, let me finish. If they reschedule a phone conversation with you, it's not a big deal. Is that what you said? No, first of all, it is a big deal. Not nearly as big a deal as with the customer. And any time I've replied, it's been about the the one the other day was that some uh, the sales manager that was hiring the sales intern or something, sales intern sent a note to the sales manager, man, I'm I'm beat, I'm worn out. And it was like five fifteen on a Friday. Let's let's do this next yeah. week is what the guy said. Yeah. So my reply was to that. People that don't make their first appointment are not as interested as the people that do. Yeah. It's weird, but it's true. I can't believe animal. The stuff that you choose to show your unenlightenment (laughs) is kind of sad today. I'm sorry. Michael G. Cox, I want want you to bring in on that, but I have to do an ad because we're so excited. We're missing the ads, and they're important. Hey, everybody, hire tool. We've been schooled. We were schooled. It's supposed to be said like a sneeze. Hire tool. Hire tool. Okay? But that's not how I say it. Hire tool. Because that makes more sense. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. And I'm going to tell you, it's a full-service sourcing tool. You tell it what you want, and it writes up the search string for you and searches all kinds of sites like Facebook, GitHub, LinkedIn, man, and then it gives you ranked results. It tells you who's best for your job, starting from the top down. Then it tells you who's most likely ready for a move, and it also guesses the salary range for these people. Michael Doran, I'm making this guy famous. Uh, Maybe he was going to want money for me including him in his ad. I don't know, but he said in writing, I was contacted by my rep, my sales rep for another sourcing tool, and he offered me a very good deal, but I told him, hey, I just bought a full year of hire tool. And you know what he said? In addition, when I was at Dropbox, before I was here, they didn't have it, so I bought it for myself. I put out my own money, and you know what? As a result, I killed it there. I was fantastic. So I highly endorse hire tool. It's amazing. It's the best sourcing tool on the market right now, and I'm a raving fan. That's what Mike Doran says, and you will be too. Or you know what? I don't have to prove anything to you. Go check it out at HireTool.com or get in touch with Nin Tran on Facebook. He's all over the place, 
They'll give you a demo for a half hour. Won't put any pressure on you. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L.com. Thank you. Michael G. Cox. You know, I'm going to start calling you Adonis right now after (laughs) what's-her-name fell in love with you, Katrina Collier. Hey, Adonis, do you have anything to say about... You know, Jerry and Jody and, and people canceling their interviews or rescheduling, not canceling. If they, if they reschedule, are they losers? Are they generally, you know, non-starters? Michael G. Cox. It certainly demonstrates their level of interest or, or how they're prioritizing this. But I, I don't think that uh-huh. it, it has a very big effect on how – the recruiter is going to behave, you still have to try and chase that opportunity or that, that candidate down. No. Um, Why? <laughs> well, because it may still, you still have that hope that keeps you, you know, wasting your time. That he, that he will show up the second time. You're wasting your time. Track it. Now, Track I, it. I hear you, and, and, and I agree. I'm, I'm only and suggesting yet, for... Track every interview that you schedule that's a reschedule and see how far each one goes. You will never yeah. see one make it to a hire. You just won't. All right, for, yeah. for whatever but reason. Maybe, totally maybe the team thinks, and oh, then is this the guy who's going to do it last again. Friday? Yeah. Nah, I'm not in that guy. For whatever reason, I don't know what the mechanics or science behind it all is. They don't get hired. They, they never make it. Well, half of them canceled the second rescheduled interview anyway. You know, I've been thinking about this, Mike, and I'm just uh, I'm just going to stay where I am. Yep. That's what you hear. Mike doesn't so agree. So then you have to cancel it the yep. second time and look like a chump. I'm done no, with he, I, Animal, I do agree with Jerry, but I think that I, I'm still going to try and reschedule. I, I, yeah, waste your time. Hey, go, I love the reschedule. Go ahead. I love you send a note and you say, <laughs> yeah. "Oh, I just figured you weren't interested." And they're like, "No, no, I was really interested." But who's that? Rich? That Durbin. Rich? Durbin. Durbin. Go ahead. Can't you what tell? You, you can barely hear him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, your mother can't true. hear you. <laughs> I hear you, Durbin. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay. Did somebody just say okay. your mother can hear me? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that <laughs> That's was weird. weird. Okay. Hey, uh, jo- Jody. <laughs> Jody. Still one, with us? Just one thing on that conversation, that just one thing that occurred to me, is a lot of times in recruiting talk about recruiting, we look for really broad brush answers. And I think one of the things that makes recruiting so interesting is this is people and the specifics matter. And so – Recruiting, rescheduling, I mean, in one specific instance may make sense. Generally, I think it is a red flag. But depending on one hiring team, one candidate situation, you're going to find those times that rescheduling makes absolute sense, and it's not a red flag. And I will, so I will add, working with if, people. It's, if it's from the customer or hiring manager's side that needs to reschedule, I, I, I understand that, and I'll do that. When the candidate is the one yeah. that down the yeah, road. Yeah, no, I get that we're talking about the candidate rescheduling, but I think there's going to be yeah. those times it, when it why makes is sense. It okay, why is it okay if the company reschedules? For me, that's a bad sign. They tell you, be, rush, and, rush, and rush. You don't understand any of this, dude. God. <laughs> it's not about the company's they interest at that point. It's about schedule. From the candidate side, it's about interest, not about schedule. 
Yeah. Well, I, I'm tired of giving away all my tips here. Sometimes for free. it is. And sometimes you have candidates that are juggling other opportunities, which is a red flag too. But, you know, I mean, family life, work life, project deadlines, other opportunities. Mm-hmm. Candidates can bring up rescheduling issues that are legitimate. And, and I agree you know, with that. I mean, so all I'm suggesting, fellow uh, gurus, is track it. <laughs> Next guy wants to reschedule, say, sure, oh. man, no problem. Reschedule it. And see what happens. That's okay. all I'm saying. Okay. It may work for you, may not. Okay. I don't know. Go ahead. That's because frankly, it doesn't really That's even happen that much. It's yeah. not a big problem for okay. me. Yeah, you finished, Jerry? Okay. So finally, I will never be finished uh, Jody, on that I'm gonna, topic. Okay. You're the one that got me started. Yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, Listen, Jody, I'm going to give you a question because you always pause that. You know, I've told people before, don't pause. But you're a pauser. I know I'm not going to win, okay? So when I ask you a question, you always pause to be mindful. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to let you think. I'm going to let you think, and I'm going to do an ad while you're thinking, okay? We can cooperate that way. So here's the question. Do candidates ever lie to you? Because I've seen a lot of stuff on Facebook lately that, yeah, these candidates are lying, okay? And so you go think, I'm going to do a quick ad for my sponsor, PC Recruiter. And you know who the boss there is? Good old Marty Snyder. Martin Snyder. I don't care. You wait, okay? It's my turn now. And listen, buddy. Listen, everybody. Listen. Listen. You know, there's different kinds of recruiting. There's uh, direct employment. There's staffing. You know, Jerry's kind of guy. There's uh, executive recruitment, headhunting. There's a lot of good recruiting software out there. But I'll tell you something. They all say that they're good for all kinds of recruiting. That isn't true. No way. The best, most diverse, most inclusive and flexible and versatile recruiting software is PC Recruiter. That's why Marty Snyder, who I just told you about, he calls he calls it the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software, okay? And you can be a big company, I told you already, or a small company, doesn't matter. And it's not just the software itself, it's the service. They service everybody. They don't care who you are. If you're a customer, you get good service. And if you want to argue with me about it, save it for after the show, okay? i got enough arguments here. But in the meantime, go check out PCRecruiter.net. I don't know why they don't have the .com. <laughs> we talked to them about it, but it doesn't work. PCRecruiter.net. Go onto YouTube, look up Two Minute Tuesdays, and you'll see little chunks of how to use that software. Thank you. Okay, back to my guest, Jody Garrison, J-O-D-I-E-G-A-R-R-I-S-O-N. Jody Garrison, do candidates lie to you? Sure they do. I don't frame it up as lying, though. I don't find that helpful to view it that way. Candidates are aiming for a new role, moving their career forward, working to get more money. It's a stressful thing to be engaged in a job search, to be engaged in a job change. They don't have all the answers. And I position myself to be an advocate for them, to be a resource for them. So working to gain their trust and confidence so that they lie less, so that they open up more, so that they are more comfortable 
giving me more insight into where they're coming from, asking better questions of them, drawing them out, listening to them so that I can hear, you know, some of their insights, hey, hey, some of what they're saying, and ask follow-up questions. Let me this cut is, you off. This is what let it's all about. Let me cut you off. Let me cut you off. Bring it down to reality. <laughs> you're, you're, you're one of these high-level people. Everything's so general. Tell me, tell me exactly what that means. You said they lie to you, but you don't call it lying, so you try to make yourself – uh, a person that they trust, so they're more honest. They, you know, they they'll tell you the truth, even if it's not something they really want to reveal. Can you give me an example of that? So, an easy example is to ask basically the same question at multiple different points in the process. So, initially, I'll ask, "Are you interviewing with other companies? Tell me about your job search." I'll ask, "You know, why are you looking to leave your current company?" I'll ask. How much do you make? What do you need to make to make a job change? So, and then I'll just keep asking those questions, not exactly the same way maybe, based on how our conversations are going. I'll be conversational about those questions. And I'll look to get more information, see if I'm getting the same information, and just draw them out. You know? They're not going to be as open with me the very first time they've ever talked to me. They're not going to be as open with me on a text message or an email versus, you know, the third or fifth time we've talked. So that's kind of a police Is technique. it lying? No, it's human Don't nature. Don't you think? Uh, <laughs> hey, a lie is a lie even if it is human nature, okay? Unfortunately, well, it I mean, is human they're nature. Not, they're uh, just not going to put all their cards on the table. That's the way I see it. They're not going to put all their cards on the okay. table. Okay, so they're, they're, lying they're, by they're, they're just withholding. But, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're withholding. So no one, no one act, no one actively lies to you is what you're saying. No one tells you an untruth. They just don't tell you everything. Okay? That's what you're telling us. No, but uh, okay, hold I'll on a second. I'll come on your let side me, with let that. Me ask, okay. I have had candidates bold face lie to me. Absolutely. That has happened. Give us that an is not example. That example. Example. You know, if I directly say, Are you interviewing at this design center? I'm not gonna lead in with that but that's going to maybe come up later in the process. You know, we're working on an offer, and they'll say, no, I'm not, and I know they are. Or, you know, so these, you know, we're working on their, their numbers, and I'm talking about, you know, these stock best over three years or four years, and, you know, they'll bold-faced lie. And I know they're bold-faced lying because I know the compensation at that company or whatever it is, you know. Mm. So tell me what happened. But it doesn't happen much. Sometimes they'll lie about their motivation. Sometimes they'll lie about what's going on, you know, personally, why they're backing out of a role, why they chose a different company versus us, you know. I mean, that happens sometimes. They just, they want to keep their cards close to their vest, and it's easier for them just to tell a lie versus to actually tell the truth. Jim Durbin, were you commenting? Did Jim want to say something? Was Jim trying to talk? Was somebody trying to talk? No. Okay, so you don't rule them out. You don't cut them when you catch them in a lie. When they lie about their uh, compensation plan at their current company or where else they're interviewing, you don't say, I know you're lying to me. It's over. It depends on the circumstance. Like, um, I would clarify with them because maybe they don't understand their compensation exactly. <laughs> Um, but uh, there have been people it. that have have 
definitely shown a character that doesn't fit with our core beliefs as a company through the process. And that's a problem. That's a red flag. And so, yeah. Give me an that, example. That's Give me an example. Give me an example. 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 <laughs> How, tell us, when someone demonstrated that their character doesn't match the core beliefs, and I'll just mention something while you're thinking about it. I don't think you have a right to ask a candidate where else uh, he or she is interviewing. That's their business, okay? And uh, the other thing, um, I thought compensation wasn't important anymore, that you don't have to find out exactly what their current plan is, just what they deserve, okay? So those are two issues. But you said there's this other issue where their personality or character don't match the values of the company, and you'll knock them out for that reason. If you've got a specific example, I'd be interested in hearing about it. Yeah, and it's it's a total Somebody view of the candidate, right? So Go it's ahead. not their their capabilities, their skills and expertise is in view, how they did through the interview process, and then you know how their collaboration and their soft skills and their behavioral and their values and motivation. So it's the total picture. And you know, as you problem solve through the interview process, as you problem solve through the offer negotiation process, some of that. Um, you know, challenging aspects of human nature can come up, and some of it can come up, you know, really big time. Um, so occasionally, very occasionally, there are candidates that it just it doesn't work. And, um, you know, some of that is, and I'll clarify this because you brought up the compensation aspect, exactly what they're making is a lot less relevant because we do have, ranges that we're bringing people in at. We do have standard packages. And yet, you know, I want to understand what their compensation is so that I can advocate internally and get them an offer that they're excited about. So the more detail they can give me, the more I can, you know, use that as a business case to get them a better offer. That's usually so the way you it works. Base their, if, you base you base the compensation you're offering on what they were earning currently, right? It's it's not abstract. Just this is what a person at, like this should this job should be paying. It's what this person should deserve as an increase on what they've currently got. That's going against the trend. No, I just no, have to say, okay. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. If they're giving me their data and I'm putting that against our compensation metrics and our ranges and our specifics, these things have to sync up. Oftentimes, they think of just fine. Occasionally, I need to tweak what we have based on the specifics that matter to the candidate. And so if the candidate can uh -huh. give me data to help a business case, to help me modify what we're doing internally so that I can push something through and get that candidate something they're excited about, that's great. More data, better business case. You know, otherwise, got a question for they're, they're going to tell me what they're time. making, and I'm going to look at our ranges, and we're going to put a package out. Anybody, anybody, anybody wants to talk? I, everybody says I hog the, the, the microphone. That's a definitive answer. That's a definitive answer why that law about asking for salary is so dumb. Okay. Thank you, Jim. We already mentioned sourcingworklab.com at the beginning of the show. I got attacked for doing so, but I did it, okay? just want you to know. And uh, we've also got our other uh, sponsors. Don't want you to forget them. PC Recruiter. 
and hire Tua. And I had a really interesting question that I wanted to ask you before we uh, before we departed. Is there anything uh, that you think I haven't touched upon that is burning that you really want to tell people, Jody Garrison? Nothing is burning, animal. No? How do you turn off the losers? How do I turn off the losers? <laughs> um, yeah. I just uh, thank them and let them know. I mean, some of them I honestly don't answer, don't reply to. You know, no news is no No, no, news. no. People, people you've already had in the process. They've been out for an interview. Uh, they were rejected. You don't answer them? Oh, yeah, absolutely. If they've come in for an interview, yeah, call them, let them know, you know, what was good and what wasn't so What do you, what what do you say? So what great. are your exact words? We want the wisdom of your words. What exact words do you say? Well, it depends on the candidate, right? So, I mean, you know, the, technically it was really strong. We wanted to see more focus on the product pitch in your presentation. I mean, that might be that was something I said earlier this week. Um, you know, it just, it really depends on the feedback, right? I mean, we're not a company that shies okay, away know, from actually giving feedback to our candidates. Okay, well, what if they just don't like, uh, they thought the person's character didn't match the values of the organization? Are you going to say that? We thought your character was not very good? Yeah, so when, I mean, this is, this is very unusual, but it's, it's also very apparent to the candidate. Like, the way that you've gone about this negotiation does not fit how we collaborate at this company. Great. Wow. Great You'll say that. You'll say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Emma, wow. what would you say? That's what do you say, Emma? You are not going to be successful working internally with the other people you need to work internally with at this company. This is a very cross-functional company. You're going to need to work with and a lot of different types well, the of person people, pro- and we haven't seen evidence that you're going to be successful. And we're, we appreciate uh, that well, you have great technical skills, but that's not the total of what it's going to take to make you successful here. And we want, we want you to, you know, not make a mistake and join ARM when you're not going to be successful here. Wow. I'm going to tell you, that's, so we're coming right at the end of the show, but that is a shocker for me. That's the first <laughs> time for that on this show. That's the first time I've never heard anybody to be so direct it's and It's hard tough. to give do feedback, they ever, but you need to do it. You know? Do they ever protest? Do they ever protest? No, most people are really super gracious about it, you know? They haven't had any problems. They know. They know. Really? Okay. Anything else? Anybody else want to say something before we're finished? I, I, it's sort of just getting exciting. I'm a, I like that tough talk. Anybody else? No? Going once? Going twice? Jody Garrison? Oh, can't